This is the Talkin' Cowboys Break, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Good late afternoon and welcome to the Star in Frisco inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We got some late breaking news from the Star just as the bye week was ending and we were getting into the bye weekend. Big Ezekiel Elliott news. Rob Phillips in studio joined by Nick Eatman, Mickey Spagnola, Kent Garrison producing. So we just dropped downstairs and let's talk about it. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals vacates Zeke's preliminary injunction, which means until further notice, Zeke's suspension takes effect six games, right? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty big Uh, bye week. Happy bye week, right? Happy birthday, Jerry. Yeah. Tomorrow, right? I believe so. That's right. No, yeah, it is tomorrow. October 13th. 75th birthday for Jerry. Yeah. Exciting. All right. So now you got to figure out what you're going to do at running back. If if that happens, it's still like it's almost like the ball's in Zeke's court. Right. right? Now it's their turn. Uh, And from what I can tell, reading uh, Daniel Wallach, who's been following this case quite uh, closely, kind of a legal lawyer expert on this stuff. Uh, basically says the next move for the NFLPA and uh, Zeke's people would be to file for an injunction on the Southern District Court of New York, which is usually a very favorable court to the NFL since it's in their backyard. Uh, But his point was, see, this whole thing in New Orleans, as best I can tell, it was – it was nothing about the fairness of the arbitrator. It was all about did the district court in Tex- eastern Texas have jurisdiction to rule on this, and did the NFLPA file their injunction too soon for New Orleans because they feared they were going to lose. They didn't wait till the decision was over, and so they basically said they jumped the gun. Now, this decision was two to one, so it was close. By a three-judge appellate panel right. at the Fifth Circuit in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a pretty close decision. Somebody sided with the NFLPA. So basically now what this Daniel Wallach is saying is they can argue, uh, they can argue that they were denied fairness in the arbitration, which should have been, I think, what should have been argued in the first place, that it was unfair – how the arbitration went down because they denied the NFLPA the ability to use the notes that they had, the NFL had from investigating Tiffany Thompson. Is that a similar argument to their what they filed in Texas? It sounds like unfairness it. in yes. the arbitration process, yes. right? Right. And see, this judgment jurisdiction stuff in New Orleans. Is it is a jurisdiction issue in New Orleans or in Texas? Because the case yes, was heard in right. Texas. But I'm saying that's what they were trying to, to decide. The NFL's argument was that the NFLPA filed prematurely right. in Texas because Harold Henderson had not ruled his correct the arbitrator hearing. Right. To well, begin with. They were saying that they didn't get the decision and they had already filed the appeal. They jumped the gun in New Orleans 
It's like saying objection before, like they even yeah, say right. It's like well, objection. you know what their what their argument was is they, they and they basically said this in New Orleans. They said, you know, if I know a semi is going to run into my house, do I have to wait till it hits me before I leave, or can I leave ahead of time? Interesting analogy. Because they yeah. figured they were going to lose. They they just sensed that they weren't going to win because of everything that was denied, like denied in the arbitration to. Uh, have Goodell testify, denied those notes, uh, you know, denied having Lisa Friel testify or whatever. So uh, they anticipated, you know, okay, the arbitrator's not going to rule in our favor. What I'm curious about is, and I know the the fans that are listening, because he probably spoke over a lot of people's head right there. There's a lot, yeah, a lot of lawyers, and I may not know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But, But let's just break it down here. What... If he misses six games, which it look, it sounds like right now, from what the NFL is saying is being reported, that he is suspended right now. NFL.com report, Nick, Ian Rappaport, has a statement from the NFL that says, effective immediately, he's eligible to return to the team on Friday, November 24th, following the Thanksgiving game. Friday after Thanksgiving. So he could play in the Washington Thursday night game after Thanksgiving. That's when he would be eligible to play again. So you miss six consecutive games. I know what that's Zeke not wants. good. Zeke wants to fight this. He's been fighting this. What do the fans want? I mean, be honest. Are you saying maybe at this I'm just, point? I'm asking a, as a Cowboy fan, what would the Cowboys fan really want? Load them up, Kent. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm curious. I really am. I mean, all lines are open because I know you, you look at it and, and you know and people play fantasy football and they think like that and I get it, but. When you're thinking about this team, I mean, he's been running his ass off the best he can, and they're two and three. I just wonder. I wonder what what the fans would would think. Like say, you're saying they're two and three. Let's they, eat this suspension now. I'm I'm not talking about from Zeke. If Zeke is it's been fighting this thing, he's done all everything he can do. He wants to clear his name. I don't fault him for that. What I'm curious is is that if it's going to happen. Would you rather it just happen now? You have a two and three football team on a course for eight and eight, nine and seven, maybe, or do you, you know? And then, you, then you get into the off season. You're like, we have a good team, good draft, good free agency, but Zeke's missing five games or six games. I'm maybe, just saying, I wonder, what, what would a fan want? Maybe they should have made that trade for Adrian Peterson. <laughs> the Cardinals <laughs> did. <laughs> Fans are saying it's up to Morris now, according to the Periscope comments. Oh, it's I all still, on Morris. I still say it's Darren McFadden. Yeah, I, I actually uh, I talked to Will McClay a few minutes ago, right before we went on here, and he he was talking about uh, you know he, he's they're all kind of frustrated by this you know, but uh, he said you know McFadden we 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 thought that Morris has done done enough to be the backup, but there's no secret we kept three backs three established running backs here because of we thought this could happen, and if it did. You know, what other third inactive running backs had two 1,000-yard seasons? Mickey's been saying all along, five weeks into the season, he's got some fresh legs. He's got fresh legs, and I think they put him on ice to make sure he was healthy in case this happened and didn't want him serving as a backup (laughs) that would get two, three carries a game. You can let Morris do that, and then if this suspension came down, it's like, okay, Darren McFadden, let's load it up. You know, I saw him walking out today. Uh, after the locker room closed and somebody said, hey, what what are you doing? And I couldn't hear what he said. It didn't sound like he was going anywhere. He had a little grocery bag he was carrying. I guess it was his lunch. And I was thinking to myself, it's like, hey, don't go too far because 
you may need to get in here and start studying again. It was that was McFadden. Yeah, McFadden. You know what his T-shirt said? Uh-uh. <laughs> um, it said it said something about justice. It, it says, really? Yeah. And I was looking at it, and I was like, "It's interesting because your teammate is trying to, he's fighting for it. If he doesn't get it, then you're gonna play, which you probably feel is justified as well." Yeah. It all goes full circle a little bit. You know, I had someone just tweet at me, obviously listening. And uh, a big Cowboy fan just said, rip off the Band-Aid, get it over with, as a fan. Now, it's easy to say that as a fan. You got a guy, though, that's fighting for his name and his credibility. I wouldn't do that if I were him, but I'm just wondering, you know, and I think there's people in the organization that are kind of feel the same way a little bit. But, but what if he wins? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, if he wins, then... Then, then it's great for him. Well, there is recourse here, right? I mean, he can refile in U.S. District Court in New York and start this process all over again. Try to get a TRO, temporary restraining order. Try to get a preliminary injunction. And do this again? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to have a law degree by this time hey, this thing. I over. think we already do. <laughs> yeah, hardly. I don't but know if we've passed the test yet. But uh, yeah, I mean, you bring up an interesting point, Nick. I mean, and we've talked about this. I know on Talking Cowboys, we've discussed this. Like, if it were me and I deny all wrongdoing, then I want to clear my name no matter what it takes. But I see your devil's advocate side. Hey, they're two and three. Do you eat this now from a team perspective? I don't know. I mean, if I'm if I'm the Cowboys, I support my running back. If he wants to fight this. Let him keep fighting it. Sure. But uh, it's an interesting scenario. That's why I said that from the fans' perspective. Not, sure. Not, not so much for the Cowboys because, you know, they. I understand that they, they have to do that. and, and But but also, it, 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 do they know that, hey, you're going to have to serve this. This is going to get served. You can push it back all you want to, but you're going to have to serve it. Brady's an example in, in New England. Yeah. It, it took until the next season, but he sat, what, four games for – like the flake gate or whatever. Yeah, right. And that's something that, that I guess, you know, that they would have to know that the lawyers would have to know that, Hey, this is going to happen. It's inevitable. You, you can push it back all you want to. And I don't know that. I, I, I still feel like Zeke feels like he can win it and he will win it. And if that happens, then. And I think the lead uh, attorney Kessler, I think he's pretty competitive and, and I don't <laughs> think he's ready to throw in the towel. Yeah. So this, this really go, comes down to today's decision is, it's not it's not so much whether or not they think that that Zeke was guilty of these things. It's it's all about the this, it shouldn't have been done here and it shouldn't have been done at this time. Right. The legal ease of yeah. the whole thing. It's not about the what, it was the the where and the when that that has that has caused it to like we're throwing this out and you can't appeal this. Because what the judge ruled in Sherman was not that Zeke was guilty or not guilty, he was saying the arbitration process was not equitable. There were flaws. There was flaws in it, right? Right. So they never got to the point of saying, hey, they made a bad decision. They're just saying the first judge said, hey, this arbitration wasn't not right. It w You didn't give them a chance to present their case. And then this was about where the case was heard and that you jumped the gun and it should have been filed in the Southern District of New York. To begin with. To begin with. Yeah. So, you know, once again, and Rob's heard me say this a thousand times, I bring up the old Tex Tram saying of sometimes a judge should do what's right instead of what's legal. 
well, what happened now is what's legal. But it's not necessarily right. It's part of the process, right? Yes. Yes. Jurisdiction and all that. You know, and I feel so smart talking about this. And 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 you know, I was. I feel so dumb listening to it. <laughs> and I was, I was asking, and, and I got, I said, so what happens if the NFL loses? Where does this go? And it was like eyes raised, Supreme Court. And I'm going, this would go to the Supreme Court. Don't they have better things to worry about? You would think. But who knows? But you know, who knows? You would think that that you know the people up in Washington D.C. have better things to you know to deal with in football, but. Not always the case. Yeah. Nick, you mentioned the fans. We got one? You want to hear what one of the fans has to say? I think. Ken, who we got? We have Travis on the line. Travis, what's up? Hey, man. What's going on? Um, I love all three of you guys. I was just down in Frisco right before the season opener. Um, I'm from Rochester, New York, so it was a haul. All right. But uh, um, what I think we should do, like, I understand, like, if Zeke is innocent, he should – fight it and all that but at the same time we have a lot of running backs on our roster right now that i think we can get by with instead of waiting until next year to do it maybe letting mcfadden or alfred morris go to where we're not so deep on our roster i think that could hurt us or if he tries fighting it and it goes a little bit longer and it takes an effect in the playoffs if we make it that far the way i'm looking at it now is if he takes the six game suspension right now We'll get them back against, what, early December, late November? Game after Thanksgiving. Um, Last game in November, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, if he takes it now, he would have fresh legs at the end of the season if we can just get in position to make that playoff run. Like, all the defenses would be getting tired out. Zeke has fresh legs. Okay, Travis. Um, Yeah, okay, you guys have a good one. Thanks, man, I appreciate it. That's an interesting thought, Nick. Fresh legs. Yep. And a dark cloud that'll be over him forever. I mean, that's... That, like attached to his neck. Right. And, yeah. And I'm, and I'm not yeah. trying to talk out of both sides of my mouth. I'm just saying, you know, he, he he's saying do what's best for the team and his fresh legs and, and, and maybe a playoff run and all that. But you're throwing your hands up by saying, you know, well, I'm all right, I'm I'm done. I'm not going to fight this anymore. When he has other options, if he's out of options, I understand. But I, I just I don't think at this point that that's what he's going to do. I think he's going to keep, you know, keep trying to fight this thing. And I wonder if people realize, number okay. one, he, he loses six base salaries, yeah. so it's a pretty expensive suspension. And number two, if a player is suspended like this, then all the guarantees in his contract are waived; they're gone. So he's got guaranteed money for the next two years. Those guarantees are gone. So say he gets hurt, nothing's guaranteed. Say he suffers an injury, he can't play anymore. Those guarantees are gone. The Cowboys are off the hook. And it's not the Cowboys' choice. It is in the way the NFL has constructed these contracts now that if you get suspended, any guarantees you have are waived. And and that's when we're talking some serious base salaries going forward. Yeah, and and a number three to to your points about uh, about that is, you know, kind of the caller made it sound like you know well, what we should do. It's not really a, a cowboy thing. I mean, it's not like they can maybe give him advice, but um, they've stayed out of this. Yeah, they've let the NFLPA file different motions on his behalf. It's really been the PA. Not really, yeah, it's not really their decision anymore. And you know, and if it's, these reports are accurate about the, the the fact that they he is suspended now, that they really won't 
be able to have contact with him or, or not supposed to. So that's that's per the nature of this suspension. Personal conduct, yeah. you're barred from the facility. Yes, I believe so. It all depends on the nature of the suspension. David Irving, uh, yeah. performance enhancing, he was barred as well during his suspension. So, and by the way, before we get another phone call, Nick, go ahead, sorry. I was just saying, yeah, I might be open up another can of worms here, but this is one of those situations where – you know, this is what I think the league is talking about, uh, the NFLPA and the, the competition committee about guys that are suspended. And in this case, Zeke, being away from the team is probably the worst thing that can happen because a lot of the things that happen to players and suspensions and stuff when they're not around the team and they don't have, um, you know, a schedule and, and structure. So I, I think it's this is actually this is something Cowboys are probably worried about more than more than not having him for six games is not having him around, not having him a place to be. I hope he can, you know, he'll 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 do the right thing there. But man, that's that's probably pretty scary too. You wonder in the next CBA if that could be collectively bargained. That's a change we might see. Oh, like because so. you well, said structure is so important. I mean that it's you're it seems contradictory. You're yeah. trying to help someone get get on the right path no matter I mean in Zeke's case he's saying I'm innocent but I'm just saying in general with guys that are have violated made violations they want to they want to play and they want to get paid yeah so you're taking two things away from them already but I wouldn't take away just not being here I, maybe there's something I'm missing as far this as this argument's been going for a long time yeah. on, on banning guys from the facility and the way they're they structured this is that what he did, what David Irving did with performance-enhancing drugs, that's a choice. They look at if you get suspended for alcohol or for drugs, that's sort of like an illness. And so you need all the help you can get. And I, don't, I never agreed with it. I haven't talked to a coach or an NFL player who's agreed with it. That exactly what Nick said – and of all people, Zeke, he needs as much structure as he can get. You know, so, yeah. Now, and I can't remember if we already touched on this. I've talked about this like five times before we started this. The Cowboys are somewhat fortunate it happened now during the bye. They got time to digest this and prepare. Think about if they had a game Sunday. Well, it happened to them week one, really, but the NFL – yeah, well, it ain't going to happen this time. No, it's not. I'm just saying the NFL yeah. gave him the grace period, basically, and right. said he can play week one. And that went back to the whole argument on the PA side of, well, what about irreparable harm? Right. Why are you letting him play week one if, if this whole thing is going to cause such irreparable harm to the league? Anyway, that's more lawyers. And that didn't even – it didn't seem like it came up in this. It was other stuff. But had it happened today and they played Sunday – yeah. All right, go ahead and adjust your game plan. And, you know, the the Cowboys can – I mean, if you really want to take this several levels down, I mean, the Cowboys have lost a player or two because of this. Because, you know, they've got four running backs on their roster and had to, to keep four running backs on the roster the whole time. You know, if, if this all this started from the NFL, they didn't take 13 months to do it, if they could have had all this stuff happening in the summer, then, then you don't have four running backs – you keep a Martin Exhaustia or somebody like that, somebody that you had to cut at a different position that you don't really think about. But the domino effect is that because you've had to keep these guys, you couldn't cut McFadden or Morris, so you had to do it for this reason. And you know, and they've had to play 
pretty much shorthanded that way because you had four running backs because on you your had 53. to protect yourself this whole time. Yeah. You've lost a player or two that that you, you decided to cut, and I mean, and that's now a, that's it, a great point. And then look at what they're dealing with on the defensive side of the ball right. this week alone. Yeah, and now what are you going to get? You know, yeah. you get, what, what are you going to fill this spot with? It, 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 there's nothing out there. You would have Justin yeah. March Lillard. Yeah, did I say that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Lillard. Sure. Yeah. So they, let's let's talk. Can we talk about the roster real quick? What, what, what do you got going on? Got another phone call. Let's you, take that. Yeah. Sorry. Who we got? We got Ronnie in New Jersey. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Listen to you guys every day, and um, honestly, my opinion, I say just take the suspension now. And I'm not saying because this is like a throw throwaway season or anything like that. We still, we still got hope. I mean, these guys are—they got to get. I don't know. They got got to get going. And maybe this is a distraction, not only for the team, but for him too. I mean, the way he's been playing this year, and I, I don't want to put anything. You know, it's not just him. I understand it's the line also, but he hasn't been playing all that great this year. And maybe this is in his head. So when he comes to, to the games, uh, he doesn't look like Seek from last year. I don't know if he's out of shape. I don't know if he's just mentally not into it. But, hey, you know what? If the suspension is going to happen, like uh, like Nick said earlier, or Bob, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen next year. Well, why just not take it this year? Okay, Ronnie, thanks for the call. Um, you, okay, we could say that it's impacting him. We can't get inside his head and say that. Um, I will say this, he's had some tough sledding up front to find holes. And regardless of who's the running back in the next few weeks, they got to block it better for him. And I think they know that. I mean, that's that's something they've been trying to work on. They've got a couple new pieces on the offensive line. It's not all on them. I think it's on all five starters or however many guys. You've got a left guard Throw spot. the tight ends in there, too. Yeah, you've got yeah. the left guard spot's been in flux. I think it's an offensive matter not just the running back for whoever's going to be behind yeah i i still think it goes down to the receivers in the passing game i don't think anyone scares them on the team but zeke and so and and that in that offensive line we're going to do whatever we have to do we're going to we're going to take our chances with dak dak you've made some great plays we think you'll struggle sometimes we're not worried about the receivers really beating us deep and you know i think they feel like they can if they can cover the tight end and, and beasley and so I, I think it's it, they're just putting all the pressure on Zeke to beat him, and it's been tough. I think he's running his ass off. I really I do, I do too. too. I don't see where it's affecting uh, him. And you know what? We're going to get the answer to this if if indeed he's suspended by how defenses now play the Cowboys yeah. without Zeke. Are they going to load the box to stop Morris and McFadden? I bet not. They, they already showed that they didn't. I mean, you know, Zeke's not ripping off a seventy-six yarder against Morris. I mean, I kind of surprised him a little bit, and they didn't play it the same way. So. Right. It it might open things up as weird as it sounds. It might open it up a little bit more. They might say, hey, you know what? Dak's been pretty good these last couple of games. Yeah. We better protect ourselves against him, and we'll we'll accept whatever we get in there. I, I'd be interested it, it to will, see. It will be interesting. I'll tell you what. This last game in particular, I looked at the stat sheet. I mentioned this on our show. In the second half, and he had two yards of carry, and I was like, no way. Because he was running – like you said, his ass off, and he was grinding out yards and getting tough yards that not every back can get. And let's not forget about that. He's an all-pro running back. He's the best back in the league. They do have two veteran guys behind him, though, that they've been saving for this yeah, particular this scenario. this was the insurance. No question. You still have Rod Smith, too, who's, who's a valuable special teams guy. Made a nice catch the other night. We'll just send him downfield.
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. By the way, um, per the NFL.com report, Elliot's lawyer, Frank Salzano, released a statement to NFL Network just regarding what the might might the next steps be. Quote, we are currently exploring all of our legal options and will make a decision as to what is the best course of action in the next few days. Until that time, no further comment on the Fifth Circus decision. So I would imagine they don't delay and do something tomorrow because the court system ain't working on Saturday and mm-hmm. Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, are they looking at it the same type of way? Are they looking at it and trying to say, hey, what are our chances of really getting this thing? Like, are we ever, are we ever going to really be in the clear on this? Are we just pushing? Are we just pushing, pushing, and pushing back? Well, now it's, they're, you know, I wonder if they're looking at it that way. I, I, I still think that, like you said, they're going to try to fight this. Um, is it a possibility that that it gets heard, but he still sus- gets suspended for this game? For the or for the next you know for the next game well, yeah like, it depends on like timelines the, the temporary injunction doesn't yeah. get filed if even if you gets granted even yeah. if you get it yeah you may not get it in time but there's another benefit for this happening during the buy you've got yourself an extra three or four days uh, for the court to maybe at least hear read it and say because I don't know that you have I don't know that do they have to have a hearing to grant an injunction or do they can read it and say yeah we should have an injunction what did they do the last time i'm trying to there was a hearing there was a hearing in sherman down the road and then they granted the yes they did because he was suspended at that point right that happened but it happened real quick it did they they filed an uh a motion for a tro as soon as how many of those those judges up the southern district are are giant fans (laughs) well correct me if i'm wrong mick um This whole thing, jurisdiction plays a part in all this. Right. You know, PA files in Texas. NFL now wins this round, could go to New York. Is From what I've read before, NF, NF, pro NFL in New York, is that, yeah. is that accurate yeah. based yeah. on history? They seem to win cases. You know how the NFL PA would win the cases in, in Minneapolis with Judge Doty? Mm-hmm. You know, I think they went, and this is where they won the case with Brady, by the way, the Southern uh, okay. District of New York. That's it. All right. Yeah. Well, quite a week. Yes. It just keeps. Let's it, recap real quick. It just keeps coming. I mean, it's just the bye week. So we had a, a all three of your of your guys that were you wondered if there was going to be a suspension in the off season. You had three suspensions. They've all been, I guess you would say, cleared up as of today. Now, he could go and change it, but Nolan Carroll thought he might get suspended. Well, maybe he will, maybe he won't, but he's not on the Cowboys anymore, so he's cut. Damian Wilson, I guess I said that that's been cleared up. He was cleared of all charges. That doesn't mean the NFL won't come in and do their own. Exactly. See Zeke. Yeah. Or or he has to go through a civil yeah. case. Yeah. So you've got – and then, of course, you've got the Zeke situation, not to mention we, we had a 29-year-old retire from the team. Steven Paya. I'm still wrapping my head around that one. And you lost two games in a row for the first time since 2015. You had the national anthem deal that they had to take care of. Anything else? Not for Uh, now. They should (laughs) have bubble wrapped these guys when they left today. We're just going to take it day by day. That's right, Kent and Jason. So, yeah, the team is off. It's a CBA-mandated four straight days off during the bye 
Friday through Monday, they'll resume their normal schedule on Tuesday. Twelve forty-five meeting on Tuesday. So maybe by the time we get back to doing the shows, days off for Zeke. <laughs> potentially, right? I mean, we'll see what the next domino is. Do they file, refile in New York? Can this thing be heard again? We'll have to find out. In the meantime, it looks like the Cowboys have to prepare for life without him for the next few games. Well, it gives Linehan a little time to think about it. Yeah. And D-Mac, Alfred, Rod, get ready, right? Next man up. Let's go. Yep. Focus. Thanks for you guys for popping down. Ah, I was still here. That's right. Kent, thanks for producing. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We uh, got no shows tomorrow. We're scheduled to be back on Monday for next round of shows. Everybody have a good weekend. We'll talk to you then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,